0: Hey, welcome to Trust the Bachelor Process, a podcast where sisters Alex and Sarah Franklin bring on comedians to recap Bachelor episodes and reflect on their own journey with Bachelor Nation. Enjoy. Everyone. Um, Before we get into our regularly scheduled programming, we can't head right into our bachelor talk without acknowledging what's been going on in the country these last few weeks. Like you guys, we are horrified by the murder of George Floyd at the hands of the police and countless more that were before him. We want to say we support Black Lives Matter and we're taking our own actions to join the movement. And we encourage you all to do the same, whether it's through protesting, donating, signing petitions, having those tough conversations in your home and with your friends, reaching out to your local representatives, supporting Black-owned businesses, and of course, seeking the tools to educate yourself about the systemic racism that exists in this country. This is not going to be something that will be fixed overnight. We all know that. This is going to require lifelong learning and growing. And frankly, all of us are late to the party, all of us with white privilege. So let's get to work because there's so much to be done. And Alex, I know you were going to share a lot of really great resources that are at our hands right now.
1: I mean, like probably many of us listening, uh, I think a lot of us are really coming to terms with our own white privilege and what that means to sort of be comfortable in that and how there are stakes attached to that because there are black men and women who are dying as a result of us being complicit in a white supremacist system. So I have been feeling really, really overwhelmed the last couple of weeks just because there are so many uh resources that are sort of um I mean, thank God for social media that are sort of being thrown our way. Um, but there have been a couple of things that uh, I have found really helpful that I just wanted to share um, in the instance that um, this is a journey that you feel called to take. I think this is something that we should all start taking responsibility for. Um, I, uh, I just finished this book this week called So You Want to Talk About Race by Ijeoma Oluo. Um It's a really awesome resource. Um, it, it is essentially like a racism for dummies. Um, book and it really breaks down um, systemic racism and held my hand through understanding it in a way that I don't feel like I deserved but I am incredibly grateful for Um, and it kind of just is a nice guide as to how to start having these conversations and like uh, embracing the fact that you're gonna be imperfect and you're gonna screw up and to keep Moving forward, in spite of it, um, we're not meant to feel comfortable right now. We're we're here to learn, and we're here to stretch and grow. and And that was a really um, that was a good way for me to for it to be dialed down for me. Uh, also, White Fragility by Robin D'Angelo. Um, there are also like a, a couple of amazing places that you can donate to: the NAACP Legal Defense Fund, the National Bail Funds, and the National Police Accountability Project. Um, all of those are accepting uh, monthly donations and even if it's like, you know, you get billed like $10 a month, that's something and that's your money going towards a, an incredibly worthy cause. Um, also, just I would be remiss if I didn't point out um, that on Friday, uh, the Trump administration announced that it's eliminating an Obama era regulation prohibiting discrimination uh, in healthcare against patients who are transgender. Um, and this is going to uh, really, really affect um, those communities, um, specifically um, Black transgender people in their communities. So there's a couple of organizations that you can also donate um, there to as well: uh, Black and Pink Org, Transgender Legal Defense Fund, and National Black Trans Advocacy Coalition. Um, so yeah. Um, we, Sarah and I, are also on this journey with you guys, and, um, I are seeking our own responsibility, and, uh, it's, like, uncomfortable to talk about. Like, <laughs> Right, right. But it has to be done. Like, it's the, it's the only way that we're gonna move towards meaningful change. Um, yeah. so, thanks for listening to us, and also, like, I know it's not your responsibility, but especially, uh, you know, as we go on and if we say something wrong, like it is not yeah. your to do so, but if you feel called to like call us out, you know, um, if there's ever anything
0: that we say, whether it's race related or, uh, you know, anything that feels offensive or isn't sitting right with you, we, we welcome the feedback, the criticism, however it is that you feel like you would need to share that with us. Please, please do so because. And again, Alex, you're right. It's not your responsibility to do so. Um, but if you feel called to, mm-hmm. you know, where well, that's what we're working on. We're working on listening. Yeah. You know, mainly listening and really listening.
1: <laughs> yeah, and not acknowledging <laughs> with
0: intent.
1: Totally, and not acknowledging this moment as like, okay, well, we marched today, so we put a bandaid over this problem. Mm-hmm back to life, like, this is a part of, this is woven into our lives now. Like, this is moving forward.
0: I actually think, Alex, that's a really great segment into what we're here to talk about today, which is The Bachelor announced, finally, their first Black Bachelor. (laughs) Or mini clap, mini clap. (laughs) Um, And it's a great first step. After all of this, you know, after the petition and everything, I, there, of course, was no other choice for them to do. And I'm glad that they did it. Um, but to your point, it's not that we cast one black bachelor and we're all, you know, everyone's happy. This goes beyond leads. It's casting diversity within, your, like, the contestants on production, you know, the people that are actually putting the show out into the world. Um, There's a lot. And I just, I want to quote Rachel Lindsay. And uh, Alex, you had said something earlier um, that that just made me think of Rachel, how, you know, I, I genuinely feel like her like she's somebody that bachelor nation doesn't deserve but is so lucky to have um if you guys haven't listened to our episode with becca on bachelor happy hour i really really encourage you to do so um it was eye-opening for me definitely um and rachel said i she tweeted after matt james was announced i would be remiss not to point out that based on the current climate it feels like a knee-jerk reaction and a result of social uh societal pressure this announcement without any further commitments regarding diversity sweepingly brushes deeper issues under the rug um so again with so many things right now it's a great first step keep the momentum going
1: mm-hmm. yeah maybe pepper in claire season with significantly more black men
0: uh- just people of color in general too and i think it's also like it, just people that look like people in the world. I mean, not they don't have to be supermodels either. <laughs>
1: you know? No, I know it's true. It's funny when we go back and we watch those old episodes and we see like women with like normal, beautiful bodies, and it's just like, oh, they're so not all <laughs> fit models. Hmm. It's like, oh my gosh, she's also
0: like wearing Target clothes. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah yeah i think something rachel did say on her episode with becca was you know make an effort not to just cast people that are here to be on tv Mm -hmm. you know just people like everyone walking around
1: (laughs) totally and i know that matt so let's talk about matt a little bit yes yeah so matt james um i'm if you are a bachelor nation fiend so if you're listening to this podcast i'm assuming that you are we know matt james as Tyler Cameron's hot best friend. <laughs> just got a bunch of Instagram followers because was Tyler's hot best friend. <laughs> um,
0: and, and we he- liked watching these two hot people do things together, <laughs> <laughs> like cook breakfast and
1: stuff. Very aspirational. Um, so Ty- uh, So uh, Matt was supposed to be on Claire's season of The Bachelor. Um, of the bachelorette and Claire and him actually there was some criticism on Claire's part because Matt has all of this newfound fame by proxy of Tyler that he started doing cameos and he seemed to really be basking in the fact that people knew who he was so he was doing paid
0: cameos so he he was already profiting off of
1: yeah. So a cameo, if you guys don't know what it is, it's, like, you essentially you pay, like, 30 bucks for, like, a celebrity to give, like, your friend a birthday message.
0: <laughs> and it's typically anyone from Bachelor or, like, the Bravo universe It's <laughs> typically who's doing
1: these, yeah. Oh. Feel free to get me a Lisa Vanderpump one. Actually, that's not a good, this is not a good week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, let's try to avoid Vanderpump at
1: all costs. Maybe like Vander from Buffy. I just finished Buffy. If you could get like a cameo. Oh, from- yeah. <laughs>
0: um, so, yeah, so Claire, you know, there, got wind of this and basically tweeted out, like, if you're already like profiting off of my season, then I, like, I, you're obviously here for the wrong reasons.
1: Yeah. So that must have been interesting for Claire when she found out that Matt was going to be
0: <laughs> Okay, and, and they, yeah oh. you go ahead. No, yeah, I think we're they, about to they say they the same filming,
1: thing. They're filming Matt's season next Claire's. So yeah,
0: so not, Claire like, will still be filmed first. They all confirm that. I think that she's starting in July, um, mm-hmm. filming and then Matt will come after that. Um, I have to say, I like both of them. I like Claire. I'm excited to see an older woman as a bachelorette,
1: and I like Matt, and I'm excited
0: to see him as the bachelor.
1: Both feel like steps forward. Again, they cannot exist as Band-Aids, but they do definitely feel like steps forward. And and yes, of course it is a bit of a knee-jerk reaction, but it has to start somewhere. And yeah. our Bachelor, we cannot, we're. Like anyone in this lead, we are all humans and we're not going to get a perfect bachelor. Like it's not going to be the perfect, like we have to be ready for all of our leads to be imperfect.
0: Yeah, Uh, I, you're totally right. And I, I, maybe it's because I'm a woman, but I tend to, uh, you know, obviously we, we scrutinize, we criticize on the show. You guys, if you're not, if you're new to the podcast, you know, we review and we're not, well, I would say I'm not always the nicest. (laughs) talking about the leads of the cast um but I feel like I'm always like so much harder on The Bachelor than I am The Bachelorette I'm sure a lot of that has to do with a woman so yeah you're right Alex it's everyone's everyone is a human being and that's the point of it we're all human we're all like in that way and so that's why there needs to be all kinds of people cast on the show
1: yeah, and I'm hoping with Matt's season, they're like, just like, because apparently there's in the Variety article that Rob Mills uh, gave an interview for, I think Matt was cast on Claire season with the objective to make him The Bachelor. Did Claire not pick him? I
0: think a lot of us felt that as well, because I remember this conversation happening as soon as he was cast, because everyone's like, oh, that's so weird that they're casting somebody that we all know already, but... I think you're totally right. I think it was with intent to, you know, switch things up, if you will.
1: <laughs> I just wish, and none of us can go back in time. But after the freaking shit show that was Peter season, it should have been. It should Mike. have been Mike. Yeah, and I blame myself for this because I, I, I was on Team <laughs> Peter. Like I was like, oh going it's pretty fun.
0: I agree. I agree. I'm pretty sure at one point I was like, let's bring Nick vial back on. Like, I also think that I am at fault. Absolutely. And hi- hindsight, man. Hindsight. hindsight.
1: <laughs> we would have had so, uh, like, would the world be different right now? No, it wouldn't be. But <laughs> <laughs> it would have been so great to have Mike as our first Black Bachelor. And I was, like, at their followers, because I was like, I was like, Matt has almost half a million followers, but Mike has 700,000, and, like, that's, is more than Matt.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's, listen,
1: it, it is,
0: uh, there's absolutely no excuse, it's absolutely insane that Microsoft, (laughs) there's no way around it, it's, it's insane, this is my formal, official apology for not pushing harder for
1: that yeah um i also um i do want to talk about some things that are really good about that i mean besides Please. him being
0: like besides the- that he is a hottie with a body by the way he wore his salmon jacket in the um good morning america interview the tyler cameron salmon jacket and then i saw tyler posted behind the scenes where he was in these like tiny little shorts like that's like Matt was wearing tiny shorts. I'm pretty sure they were a bathing suit, and I like loved every second
1: of it. I really appreciate that about him. <laughs> yeah. I like two right. bottoms. I like him wearing the salmon jacket. Like he kind of seems it's like a little Easter egg for the fans. Like that's yeah. Cool. Um, he's also the founder of um the ABC Tours, uh, which is about yeah. um feeding and educating and giving back to um. Uh, the like youth, kids, um, most of which seem to be homeless, um, and I—I I, I mean, I haven't read this from the website, but a, a huge um, goal of math—I remember Tyler talking about this on an interview—was to show kid like kids like will often grow up and they'll see like NBA players or NFL players, and they'll be like, "Oh, well, I have to play like basketball. Like, this is what I have to do like in order." And it was, like, an objective of that to be, like, well, you can also be, like, an accountant and mm. live a totally happy life and sort of give kids, an, like, an insight and an excitability about pursuing life outside of, like, what we know is, like, yeah, that's know?
0: so incredible. I, Alex, I know right before we started recording, I was telling, I – for those who are new or if i haven't talked about it enough i'm sure i have i went to clemson and they had a, a protest yesterday yesterday from when we were filming this over the weekend and um like a, it was led by the football team and a lot of the players had signs that said would you love me without the jersey awesome. mm-hmm and so it just goes into it it's like yeah we can't like you cannot worship these these guys on the field every Saturday and then not mm-hmm. support the Black Lives Matter movement.
1: Yeah, no, it's yeah. true.
0: So yeah, it's like, yeah, you just, you you can be an accountant, <laughs> you know, whatever you want to be. There
1: are many- Your wording, life
0: still matters.
1: Yeah, <laughs> paths that are- mm-hmm. uh, uh, and to just be surrounded by, like, community members who are just doing different things and are living happy lives and, you know, impacting these kids. I mean, it's a really, really um, – I have to uh, – I obviously have more research that I need to do about it, but it seems like a really awesome organization. And yeah. it'll be great to have him explain more about what it is on the show, and hopefully it'll impact other people and maybe inspire them to do volunteer or community work in their own – Oh neighborhoods.
0: Yeah. I like just like any, any lead coming on too, and having a cause that they're passionate about as well. I think that that was something that like with Becca was like e- easy to like rally behind because she, you know, she had like causes that she supported. So yeah, it's awesome that he has this, this, I almost said business to pr- promote, but I didn't mean business, but this like amazing organization, um, to promote. And it's like, yeah, it's great. Like we all go on, we all, we, we all go on TV for a reason. Um, and to have someone to go on to promote something so amazing, um, like that does is, is pretty cool rather than just like his Instagram, right?
1: We can still like his Instagram and, uh, <laughs> and the yeah. amazing work that Builds the man behind the Instagram. Um, <laughs>
0: the man behind the Instagram.
1: Man behind the Graham. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean that's pretty much like we don't we don't know a ton about him. Uh, we'll, yeah, we'll get it together. Like it'll be we'll cool, be- cool getting to know him. This is the first time that they haven't pulled a bachelor from a previous season, one of the previous seasons,
0: um, in a very long time. This is like kind of how it used to be cast.
1: <laughs> oh yes, like the early, early. The early, early
0: years, they just kind of like casted whoever. Yeah, so this is, yeah, it's going, yeah. I, I, I'm obviously excited. I think most fans are um, excited for Claire's also. I, you know, I think that we're up for some good stuff and I, and I hope, you know, that, yeah, the show is, you know, hearing all the feedback and taking it in for the long term.
1: Yeah, um, time that Rachel does not have to carry the conversation. Yeah. Totally, like, she, it is completely unfair that she has been the the spokesperson behind racial issues in this franchise. Like, let's yeah. populate this with amazing like, yeah. people of color. And, uh, yeah, and so this is, so it becomes less of an issue. It becomes less of a thing that Rachel has to carry alone. That's Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well said. Um, We also just want to talk about some upcoming things. So this episode we are releasing right now, it's a Monday, and two days from now, on Wednesday, Alex and I are putting up an interview with the incredible Christy Katzman, which was so amazing. I actually cried at the end.
1: (laughs) is the star of this new Fox reality show called Labor of Love in which uh, a woman in her 40s um, who has frozen her eggs meets 15 eligible bachelors um, with the hopes of one of them possibly becoming her life partner and father of her new child. Um, it's literally The Bachelor but for like older people and when I say older I mean like people who are actually ready to settle down not <laughs> yes. to, uh, become Instagram um, fond um it is like really emotionally raw uh this interview and we're so excited and we're probably going to be talking about it moving forward so we Mm -hmm. hope that you out it's on fox every thursday 9 p.m 8 p.m central um available episodes are all available the next day on hulu it is such a great show and we felt so lucky to talk to christy so So lucky
0: such an incredible, amazing woman, another person who I'm so happy that we have as a role model right now. Um, she's really amazing. Um, yeah. So that's, you'll, you'll hear that on Wednesday.
1: And then we also wanted to um, talk about something we're really excited about. We're going to do a book club episode oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> called One to Watch by Kate Samen-London. Uh, It's going to be released July 7th. It takes place within the Bachelor universe. Like it is juicy and delicious and we're so excited. Um, The book club episode will drop on the 16th. But if you want to join us in that episode, uh, One to Watch by Kate Stame in London.
0: Yes, so that's, it's available for pre-order right now. You can get it through Random House. I also think that it's available for pre-order through Amazon. Um, It will download like directly to your Kindle on July 7th. And then like Alex said, our book club episode reviewing it will be out on July 16th. Um, And then just to elaborate a little bit more on, yes, it takes space place in the bachelor universe um if the bachelorette was plus sized um and it, I, I I started reading it <laughs> uh, I'm not done but I am hooked. <laughs> it's yeah. really good yeah so we can't wait to talk about it so that will be that episode will come out on July 16th so everyone order the book pre-order the book whatever it is and read along with us
1: um, thank you guys so much for joining us, and we hope that everyone is staying safe and happy in this crazy, crazy time. Um, yeah, yeah if you ever want to, we're sort of in a mode of listening right now or talking, so. <laughs>
0: yeah, if you ever, if you have anything to say, just, you know, DM us.
1: <laughs> sitting in my
0: apartment. <laughs> yeah, I'm like literally doing nothing else. <laughs> May as well grow, continue to grow. Yeah. yeah. Um, and everyone stay safe too. Yeah. If you, and if you're protesting, please wear a mask. Yay. All right. See you guys Shut on Wednesday. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, you can find us again wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Hey, it's Allie. And we host the Rom-Com Review Podcast, P.S. I Love Rom-Com. Each week, we'll have incredible guests come and discuss a new Rom-Com, grand gestures, meet-cutes, and of course, that elusive chemistry. Mia, what are you doing holding that giant boombox over your head? I'm hoping to win over listeners with this grand gesture. Take us back! Find a new episode every week. And subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by Campfire Media. Wow, you're uh, still holding that boom box. Yeah, I've got great upper body strength.
0: Thanks, CrossFit. P.S. Yes. I love rom-coms. I love rom-coms.
1: Campfire.